I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, this is your official Leguizamarama spoiler warning. If you have not seen season one, episode nine of The Adventures of Puss in Boots, good for you, man. Um, I mean, imagine that episode specifically. If you're like, I don't give a fuck about the rest of the series, I just want episode nine of season one. Well, we're going to be talking about it, and if you don't want to know what's happened in it, go get a life, bro. Bye. Peace. I hate the word. I got one leg, you're going to fucking take it. Dude, I'm putting a little cornstarch on my werewolf, man. Hello and welcome to Mish and Zach's Leguizamo a podcast where each week Mish and Zach watch Leguizamo things. He's our favourite actor, he's one of, and we just, we went for it. And now we're watching all of his stuff, uh, from his movies to his one-man shows, which we didn't know about when we started doing this podcast, mm. um, and what a delight they've been. Uh, my name is Zach, I'm one of the co-hosts. You might know me from... Um, Make a puss joke. Uh, from the last episode of Pussy Boots. I'm going yeah. to start calling, calling him Pussy Boots. Yeah, that's a good, that's good. Well, last time we did this, we didn't make any puss jokes. Not wow. one. And I feel like now that, now that he's back, we can yeah. make a puss joke. Anyway, who are you joined by? Uh, I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, Mish 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 Yeah. Who you might know from... Oh, I've got a puss. <laughs> good. Yeah, there we go. There's the jokes for all you dirty-minded boys, girls and whatnot. Ah! I'm um, joined, we're joined, um, not as always, we're joined by a guest. Um, now, I'm really bad at introductions and I didn't know I was doing this introduction. Uh, you might know this person from their Beckness Twitch stream. You might know them as a regular on Gamey Gamey Game. Uh, you might know them from many projects coming out of the amazing Stupid Old Studios and their many live shows. They're funny, they're smart, they're fun, they're cool. Yeah, it's Beck betrayed us right over here. Am I right? <gasps> thank you for thank you for going in with that. Yeah, yeah. I was like, do I, I need more for intro? No, that was a good intro. I felt like see, thank you. every time I go on a podcast, I don't feel like I start existing on the podcast until I'm introduced, mm. and you're here. and that's why I was like. I can't say anything because they don't know I exist yet. Mm. And now I feel like I truly exist. But to be honest with you, I've never felt more relaxed with a guest in the studio purely because every time we have a guest in the studio, something fucks up with the computer. <laughs> and not not on your end. Oh, you know, we fault. recommend you hire Stupid Old Studios, <laughs> um, this amazing just- podcast studio. At my end, I'm always knocking shit with my, and with my call- knobbly knees. <laughs> and we call on Beck. We, we actually, back. we actually have been looking into what we can do about the knobbly knee situation, yeah. whether we get like covers for Zach's knobbly knees. Yeah, he or, walks around this place knocking holes in everything. I'm like, a, I'm like, a, I'm walking around like a spot, like a like a big spider. <laughs> we have um, we have big meetings over here at Stupid Old Studios about what to do about Zach's knobbly yeah. knees. Yeah, yeah. Mish isn't even like Mish isn't even like it doesn't even rent hire a desk no. or anything. I'm just she a member of desk. the family. But actually, she'll come in and yeah. talk because you've got a lot of experience. 
experience with my knobbly knees yeah. as, as one half of hey, it. Hey, you so. come in as an expert. We re- we refer to you. You you explain the things you know about Zach's knobbly knees. It's important to get that informed information because in, in otherwise fairness, we can't make good decisions. In fairness, I feel like I've been exposed to his knees more than most. Wow, that sounds possibly bad, but also it's knees. <laughs> well, you know what? I <laughs> wanted to be like, no, 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 it's not bad. It's just because sometimes in the summer mm. I have to wear shorts, but that is bad. There's nothing more horrific than a Melbourne man wearing shorts. Those pasty, pasty white knobbly knees. It's, it, mm. Melbourne is one of the worst cities for like um, any kind of – because mm. there's like two months of the year where it can get up to 40 degrees centigrade for our international listeners. Mm. It can get very, very hot. Yeah. What's centigrade in Fahrenheit? Let's work it out. I can't 45 remember. 45 is like 110 or something fucked. I think it's five. It's like <laughs> – no, it's it's more than five. Oh, okay. It's definitely so more than five. Yeah, no, okay, okay. Five is um, uh, a little low. Yeah. Oh, all right. It's like 90 Fahrenheit. No, no, no. It's much more than that. 100 Fahrenheit. Yeah, maybe yeah, closer maybe to 100. i got to work it out. Okay. Um, Isn't it double plus something? I don't think – I don't have a problem with shorts. I, I think I don't I – don't, I, I love shorts. You're saying – but you were just saying Melbourne's the worst place for shorts. Because they, these are two pairs of legs that are yeah. often in pants. All, yeah. Like 10 months of the year – they're in pants. Mm. It's a it's a shock to see a, the lower leg. I am not mm. used to seeing it. It's just not something that's usually in my eyeball repertoire. Yeah. And when I see it, I'm like, oh. These legs don't ah. get sun often. No, and they're bright and mm. shiny. They I'm, reflect back at you. I've got he- dark hair. Yeah. Oh, different. So I'm very pale oh. and a blue kind of pale. Mm. You know? Me too. Yes. Yeah, and then I've got the dark oh. hair. So it's, it's really very, uh, you know, I don't think... There's something of the mm. of the of the of the of the young teenage boy just who's just gotten hairs on their legs and how grotesque mm. of a sight that is. You're too young to have hairs on your legs, boy. That look, that feeling, mm. it stays on the Melbourne man's legs. <laughs> I understand what you're saying. And then suddenly they're in shorts and they yeah. have to be. No, I started embracing the short in 2019 oh, and I've never looked back. Yeah. I love a summer short. Mm. Oh. I've gotten really into them. Um, I just I always wore leggings or pants, and now I I love I love the short. That's good. I I don't know if it's <laughs> Melbourne specific. Do you, I feel like there's a Sydney short. Mm. Well, because people build their look around the shorts in the in the hotter places. Yeah, there's a patterned floral short that has become popular in Melbourne. I feel like and I'm got, floral short matched with a a plain coloured t-shirt, whereas. You know, other people who do not have that repertoire in their fashion. I, I am, I'm pants all year round. Are yeah. you? Are you a I'm, summer pant? I'm a summer pant. What do you wear? What kind of pant? Uh, any pant available. Jean. I'm a. You'll wear a jean I'll in, wear a on jean. a forty degree day. I wow. yeah. simply love to be uncomfortable. Yeah. yeah. You know what else you love? You love a jumpsuit. Uh, I do love a jumpsuit. An overall. The hottest thing of all. Yeah. <laughs> a dungaree. Wow. Yeah. I love fabric and I love to sweat. <laughs> no, see, this is the problem. I'm a sweaty boy, right? Yeah. But yeah. I love layers. My my one thing we've talked about. My one thing is I love my boots. Mm. Yeah. I got my boots. He's a Doc Martin man. And I wear so many boots, mm. and I want to collect boots. But boots and shorts. I mean, yeah, can work. But here's the thing, right? I bought a pair of the Doc Martins that are like shoes, mm. and I've only got one pair. The rest are boots. And I got the shoe pair and they're all right, but like they're not boots and they make me feel a little bit too much like a schoolboy. I understand. And But here's the thing. I got to now buy socks. I got to buy good socks. Yeah, you do have to invest in a sock. Like I got to yeah. invest in good socks. I got to decide, like I know what kind of cut of mm. jean looks good on me, but I've got to like, 
it's not the same rules with shorts. Yeah. I think the problem is usually another cheat for the Melbourne man who is embracing shorts is if you tattoo your whole legs. Do you know what? I'm yeah. seriously You never have it. to because that is the sock of the skin. It is the sock of I, the so skin. So you don't have to worry about ever wearing socks again even though <laughs> you probably should. Yeah. Uh, but, it, you know, you, don't have you to. can skip that. I'm seriously considering because mm. um, I, I want to get tattoos but I don't know where and I'm like I'm going to start at the – Upper thigh. Upper yeah. thigh because if if I learn, as I learn from my mistakes, mm. I'll get more and more mm. because upper thigh that's gonna be rarely seen. Yeah. yeah. And then and then when I start getting more confident, I'll move into the yeah. lower legs because that's only gonna be seen two months of the year. Yeah. I started um tattooing my lower arms and I like my tattoos. i I don't regret a single one of them. All three. Um, um I don't regret yeah. Oh, sorry, I just wanna not to but if there's a but mm. after I don't regret them, yeah, then that indicates on some level. <laughs> that you, no, no, I don't regret them. Mm. I love okay. them. Yeah. Full stop. Great. Okay, wow. moving on. I do, however, oh. feel like. <laughs> <laughs> ah. Ah, no, no, fine. You got me. <laughs> I do, however, feel like now um, my arm does not feel full enough. Yeah. So now mm. I keep getting them, but I'm going to keep getting them on my lower arm yeah. until I have like a half sleeve in the wrong way, I feel. No, that is, see, I've got upper mm. arm and I have, there's a gap. And it's bothering Show me, me your gap. There's a gap. Look at this. Oh, nice yeah. gap. There's a try. Look, check out my gap. Yeah. <laughs> is there, is what are you going to put there? I'm putting it onto the microphone so people can hear it. If you can hear yeah. that little gap um, mm. by the underarm. Did you get a little gonzo there? <laughs> Maybe. Or like I'm open gonzo to the advertising. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Anyone listening wants to put some sponsorship in the gap. I did. Um, the other members of my comedy troupe did, oh, yeah, um, got the Netflix yeah. logo tattooed on their ass. And I didn't. Why? Um, oh, what a scoop. Yeah. People, why didn't I do it? I don't know why to? you didn't do it. Um, because my partner didn't want a Netflix logo on my ass. Mm. Oh, yeah. She was just like, I don't want that on your ass. Mm. I was like, that's fair. <laughs> that's totally fair. Yeah, that makes she was sense. like, anywhere else I'd be okay with, but on your ass, it's just like, because it's like, mm. I'm the only one that's going to see that. We've, we've all got significant others. Mm. If your significant other came home one day and said, got a tattoo. Yeah, I wouldn't care. And they're yeah. like, it's on my ass. I wouldn't care. Mm. And it said, I'm a big slutty boomba. I'd be like, finally, you've put it on your body and yeah. now everyone knows. <laughs> You're always talking about how yeah. much of a, a, a slutty boomba. A boomba. <laughs> I don't think I'd care. No, I wouldn't mind. I would but, I would go, why have you done that? That's mm, not. Impulse. That's not you. Oh. That's a, I'm worried that you, you're not an impulsive person. Oh, Zach's person. coming at it from you care angle. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm coming at it from. That's a look at that great. Are you art. telling me? I know your partner. Are you telling me? <laughs> Are you saying, saying I'm a slutty boomba? You like, wouldn't go. No. Are we having a Kanye moment? No, I'd be like, that seems sensible. That seems like something. He no, did. you wouldn't go. Uh, that's I, I see. I would go. I don't mind. Mm. That being said, maybe we should just um, change your passwords to Twitter for a little. Maybe. <laughs> just make Do sure you, you think, don't ruin yeah. your career. Yeah. I I'm, I just want to go back. A bit. We both know your partner quite well, Big. Mm. I don't know the answer to this question. Does your partner have a tattoo? No. 
So you think that you'd be like, oh, good on you if yeah. your partner. It's not a VR headset you've brought into the house. There's already four of them. Yeah. A new tattoo. Well, I don't have to clean. But the tattoo says, that. I'm a slutty boomba. <laughs> yeah, because that's who he is inside. <laughs> it's important to express yourself and a good tattoo I would be artist. surprised. Paying a local artist. Yeah, and all it's of those all things healthy. are true. But <laughs> the fact that it's out of character yeah. wouldn't concern you. Uh, Nothing's out of character when you're living your life. That's I don't want to. I don't want to restrict him into a box. Why pigeonhole him when yeah. he's a slutty boomba? How much yeah. money would I have to pay you, me, both, mm. to get "I'm a slutty boomba" written tattooed somewhere on your body? Your, your choice. So your choice. I, I, I had the opportunity to tattoo um, a simple, small logo on my body mm. uh, for the opportunity to promote the biggest thing that had ever happened in my life, and I said no. Yeah. I reckon $100. <laughs> you can choose where it is. Yeah. I don't think I would get I'm a slutty boomba tattooed on my body. I'm asking you, neither would I, but mm. uh, there's, a, there's a price for everything. I would get I'm a slutty boomba for a certain sum of money. Probably. I reckon for 10 grand I'd get I'm a slutty boomba on my butt. Yep. Because then you? you don't see it. I don't yeah. care about it. Really thin, fine line fonts. Those nice fine line mm. tattoos. A beautiful sort of calligraphy font that says, I'm a slutty boomba. Yeah, you that have has to, to be clear. Yeah, you have to be clear. able to read it. Oh, no, it. you'd read it, but it'd be nice, like a mm. nice fancy one. As long as I'm not, if I'm not paying for the cost of the tattoo and I'm getting an extra 10K, I'm done. And also you could just line say it's Latin. But it says, I'm a slutty boomba. <laughs> yes. Mish, how much for you to get, I'm a slutty boomba? If I get to choose where it is yeah. on my body, five grand. Wow. Okay, I'll go down to four. (laughs) I was literally going to say something like 400 grand. Really? Wow. You value yourself so much more than me. I don't. I don't. I don't. We hate ourselves. Yeah, we hate ourselves and we're like, give us money. (laughs) Our body is yours. Here's the thing, though. You both already have tattoos. Yeah, that's true. I think once, because I don't and I I keep, and I feel like the floodgate will open as soon Mm. as I get one. Mm. As soon as I get one tattoo, I'm going to get a million. That's my theory. But I may never get it. That actually happens. But also you can do things like. I got um I've got slow news day tattooed on me because I used to work in the news and uh, a lot of people used to message slow news day on any any topic That's they'd great. be like slow news day and yeah. I was like slow news day is a beautiful thing to try and aim for that means that you're having wow. a good day right so that's why I got that the it. world is good the world is okay if you're having a slow news that's day nice. but. I got that and then we went bang into a pandemic. So I think it's very funny to have um, something on your body that's like slow news day when that hasn't happened since. <laughs> it hasn't happened in <laughs> Do you think while. if you started getting tattoos, your tattoos would mean something? Like, Oh, so yeah. So I have a theory. I have an idea of what I want to do, right? Mm. I, I know how I want to do my tattoos. Mm, mm. Um, would you like to know? I'd love to know. Um, so my biggest thing, the thing that always stopped me from getting my first tattoo and has still stopped me from getting my first tattoo is the pressure for it to mean something. Mm-hmm. You know, I always wanted it to mean something. Mm. And I've and the other issue is I people that listen to this podcast that have heard me talk about um, fucking thing after thing knows that I get very I get would know that I get very obsessive on a topic and then I could not give a shit about it mm-hmm. six months later. No, I always care. Once I have become obsessed with something, it holds a little place in my heart, but I really give a shit. Like right yeah. now I'm obsessed with like um, 
like the ideas around theoretical physics. I'm obsessed with outer space and I, I love Star Trek and sci-fi, right? Mm. Those things I love. But if you would ask me six months ago, I, I was only starting on my journey. A year ago, I would have been like, no, I really like architecture. Mm. Two years ago, I would have said I really like theme parks. And my worry has always been I would get something and then in 10 years it wouldn't mean something. So now my idea is... I get a tattoo that sort of abstractly represents everything I've ever been obsessed with in my oh, life. That's cool. All the way back to my childhood. So I've got like a list now, you know, mm. I really liked Greek mythology when I was a kid. Mm. I was obsessed with the Titanic. And Piper Peribo. <laughs> uh, never really. I, I think Piper Peribo is funny, but definitely an Alicia Cuthbert, yeah. uh, the <laughs> Kiefer Sutherland's daughter in 24. Yeah, great. Uh, <laughs> Big celebrity crush of mine. Just a really detailed portrait, just like <laughs> grayscale. Yeah. That would be nice. Yeah, yeah, grayscale. Imagine Alicia Cuthbert. I'll be on honest. Twenty-four. I've, so all of my tattoos mean something. Well, and again, all of my tattoos, calm down, Mitch. I have three, and they're all quite small, mm. but they all mean something, which is great or whatever. But what's really annoying is you get asked what does it mean yeah, and you tell them and then the mood in the room changes dramatically. Mm. People don't want to know. Yeah, they. everyone always asks, does that mean? So I have a mermaid right on my arm. I'm just showing you both there. Like I have a mermaid, right? So cool. I love her. Mm. She means something to me. And when people ask me what does it mean, I, t- I say what it means. Now when I look at it on my body when I'm brushing my hair or brushing my teeth or I don't know, something mm. that requires me to look at my arm. I just go, oh, that's pretty. And I don't think about the meaning behind it, but it always changes the mood of the room. It's not a negative thing. It's a positive thing. Mm. But That's why I kind of like like the tapestry of embracing the fact that the tattoo mm. is just a marker of a point in time. Exactly. What does that mean? It means outer space. Yeah. That's, that's, that's the planet. Yeah. And that's and something that's the... I liked then. And you can look back at it and go, that was for this moment. Yeah. yeah. Like, can I be, can I, is this a safe Space to admit something? Yeah. No. Well, no, it's I mean, not. it depends. Oh, okay, right. Our fans are nice. No. Because there's three of yeah, them. We there's... can just ask them to be nice. Oh, I love oh, this. Yeah, yeah, let me know. Um, so in in 2016, yeah. I was in not the best of places mm-hmm. um, and I almost got a uh, Hamilton tattoo. Oh. And that would have been a choice that I made. Mm-hmm. I don't think it would have been a correct one. Yeah, I see. Yes, um, I so I do want to. At the same time as saying it's nice to mark a point in time, yeah, it's always nice to wait at least a year. Oh, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Whenever Consider I think... whether that time was the correct thing to be marking. Um, yeah. Even I'm... though I was never going to throw away my shot, regardless, yeah. I di- I don't know if I needed to write it down on my body forever. I totally hear what you're saying. <laughs> I know that I'm going to get more tattoos, and I feel like they're going to mean less and less, like in terms of like the deep meaning and mm. what it means for me as I keep getting them. But every time I think of a tattoo mm. that I want, I do always wait a certain amount of time. I think that's good. Because what's happened now for me recently is I thought, of a tattoo that I wanted and it just came to me one night and I'm like, I want that tattoo. And there is a tattoo artist that I am obsessed with. Mm-hmm. She lives in Castle Maine. I'm like, I will travel to get a tattoo oh, done. You by get her. to go to Castle Maine. It's a lovely, oh, beautiful she, area. She, Great video. She shop. does like very traditional, like 1950s tattoos, but oh. like all very Australiana. Cool. Now you can find her because she's fantastic. And anyway, I thought of this tattoo. I'm like, I want this fucking tattoo. And I emailed her because I know how hard she is to get into. And I was like, I really want this tattoo and I really want you to do it for me. She wrote back, she's like, booked in. You're booked. I've booked you for January. Mm. And I was like, oh, my God, amazing. And I went upstairs and I told my partner. I'm like, I'm, and he's like, what's the tattoo? And I explained to him. He's like, oh, okay. I'm like, what? You don't think that's – he's like, no, I'm just kind of surprised. You've never – okay. 
I'm like, cool. It's been a couple of weeks now. I still want her to do a tattoo, but I'm like, oh, do I really like that idea? Do I, oh, do I actually want that tattoo? Mm-hmm. And now I'm fucked. You never. Here's the thing. My parents told me this when they had um, their first kid, they had a name in mind and they told someone and they were like, oh, I don't really like that. Mm. And then they didn't give them that name. And then they, and then and two kids later gave their kid the name because they were like, fuck it. Mm. Mm. But the thing they learned was you never tell anyone, anyone, the name that that you're going to give your child until you've given the child the name. Because she was like, if it's a hypothetical name, people will give their thoughts. Mm -hmm. If it's a child with that name that they will have for the rest of their life, people shut the fuck up. Mm. And I think it's the same. I I get Mm. the sense that maybe with the tattoo... You just don't tell anyone until it's on your body because then they'll be like, love it. Yeah, <laughs> because if you, if you love the idea. Mm-hmm. Also, I was going to be called Digby Aloysius and I'm so sad I wasn't. Fuck you. Your name is going to be sick. Digby Aloysius. And doesn't that fit me better than Rebecca? What the fuck? Yeah, Digby Rebecca Aloysius. versus Digby. Digby Aloysius Digby is one of the best names Aloysius. I've ever heard. It sounds like a character. Yes. And, and like, like the, you know. Um, I'd have to step up. Do you know what I think Digby Aloysius sounds like? <laughs> Digby Aloysius sounds like a character from two middling films. And anytime you tell someone that the films were middling, they go, no, but the 20... The 20 book series that that character mm. is based on is so good. Yeah. Yeah. They just picked yeah. the wrong book to adapt. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. my theory. Oh, that, what a great Digby name. Aloysius. Digby Aloysius. You are a Digby as Thank well. Thank you so much. Yeah. I like but I just don't think they should have cast Elijah Wood as Digby. <laughs> yeah. He's meant to be British. Yeah. <laughs> Who would you cast as Digby Aloysius? Uh, who would I cast? Who would I, or who would end up getting who cast? Who would you cast? We all know that Elijah Wood is yeah, Digby Elijah Aloysius. Wood, yeah, Elijah Wood. But like, um. Oh. Do you know who I would cast? I would cast Cillian Murphy and everyone would hate it. They'd be like, he can't do Digby Aloysius. <laughs> He's too serious. Yeah. But then he would really deliver and be yeah. so much more fun I than hear anyone. What you're saying. Because when he auditioned, he, mm. got, he brought something I was not expecting. Yeah. yeah, that's good. So that's what it would be. It would be casting that everyone on Twitter hates. Yeah. Mm. And then and then you release it and they're like, fuck, that's good. Yeah. I love that one. Maybe Radcliffe could jump in. Radcliffe is having a new yep. whole There's a lot of fan talk. There's a lot of fan casting of Radcliffe. Yeah. <laughs> and I reckon right at the end um, they mm. do a, a flash forward of Digby Aloysius like older and after everything mm. that Digby's been through. Well, he, And that is Benedict Cumberbatch. Yes, of course it is. So that makes yeah. perfect sense, keeping in it? mind that that is old Digby. Mm. Well, it's really, it depends on which book you adapt because. Yeah. The third book, Zach. Like, well, yeah, and then you're going the younger, yeah. but it's yeah. like the 20, 20 books, and, and if you count the two unofficial short stories, mm-hmm. but those 20 books, they, they go all the way from his childhood to his, mm. to his even though they weren't written in order, no. you, you, you can do Digby at any age. And I think mm. that's where they went wrong with the American adaptation mm. is they, tr- I think they did like four books in one film. It was a big mistake. And then, but then they took the fifth book and they split it into three, which yeah. Yeah. of all the books. <laughs> I know. And then the sixth. Yeah. They made that five films. That doesn't that's even make any sense. That's insane. How do you go into the movies? Fi- that's five years of going back and back and back and you've got yeah. to keep up that hype. You want to age I mean, they with Digby. It. You want to age you with do. Digby. You do. You want your audience to grow with Digby. Digby. It can't be Digby at, you know, 16 forever. I Absolutely. I think Which the was thing, the name of the book. Yeah. <laughs> Digby 16 forever. Help me. And I think the biggest issue with Digby more than, with the adaptations more than mm. anything mm. is mm. funnily enough, I think they were more loyal. They had yeah. the big set mm. pieces like 
that that big um, carnival he went to, Mm. you know. But what's so funny, right, is they had all the big things from the book but none of the spirit, whereas the BBC series from the Mm. 80s and early 90s. Oh, my God. They couldn't do those bigger things. Colin Firth is Digby. Dad, Digby's dad. Yes, yes, Digby's dad. Mm. Um, which is so much better. And and yes, it didn't have... The, I, I don't know. I am excited for the Netflix series, mm. but I have my doubts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm not too sure. I'm, I'm, I'm a bit um, hesitant. I'm, I'm a rigid didge, loved the first, loved the second. Mm. Won me back around 17, 18, but mm. like that's kind of... That's as far as it goes. But did you me. like the BBC series? Of course. I'm not mm. a fucking idiot. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, thought, I yeah. thought Tom Baker was great. Yes. You know, yeah. as um, Digby's mm. arch nemesis. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm, absolutely. Look, I haven't caught up yet. I've been nodding, but I haven't caught up yet. I'm so sorry. I'm, get, I'm going to get there. Like, no I've, spoilers. I've caught, yeah, no spoilers, no please, spoilers. for what happens to Digby in the fifth <laughs> movie that is on the BBC, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah the yeah. movies. The movies. The movies. They had those movies. They the, did the, the specials. Yeah, yeah the specials. specials. Christmas specials. Because when the yeah. series ended. Yeah. The Christmas special that Ricky Gervais was in was very that funny. That was very good. Yeah, yeah, that was back. And that was before yeah. he was really. Like, that Mass- was, I think, yeah, between was... season one and two of The yes. Office. So he yes. wasn't yeah. that big of a deal no. then. No, but fuck, it's good classic. And the cameo from um, from <laughs> Orlando Bloom. Because yes. he was like a heartthrob. He was there. a big hottie then. That was like... Prime. Arrow straight into my heart. Yeah. Yeah, nice. So we need to talk today about John Leguizamo and Puss in Boots. We ask every single guest, Beck, did you know who John Leguizamo was? Yes. Oh, great. How do yeah. you know Johnny Lex? Uh, Super Mario. Yeah. And, right. But also. I love that answer. And I'm such a Beck answer. I know. But I loved that movie as a kid. Yeah. Like I watched it a lot, even though it scared the shit out of me. And Scary. I haven't watched it since because mm. it was. It, it is one of those things like, I'm just scared of the flesh. I remember it being fleshy. I remember it being a very fleshy gooey, movie. Gooey, gooey. Viscous. Yeah, I remember the textures of the movie more than the movie itself. That's totally fair. Do you uh, know what? The movie is more texture than movie. I agree. I think that's the best criticism <laughs> I've really ever heard textured. of. It's a movie where you, you watch go, it, you go, oh, I feel that. Yeah. In my yeah, eyes. Yeah, and I yeah. think that's what the directors had. Like, the directors mm. had texture. Yes. Mm. And, and and not yeah, that's yeah. fuck. I love this yeah. criticism of Super Mario but, Brothers. But that's very good. Also, I think I saw Johnny Legs in a um, – t- uh, there's a movie that's uh, – We can a- tell you what it is if you describe it. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if you've we watched it yet. We can also tell yet. you what streaming right. service um, it's on. It's called One for the Money. We haven't watched it no, yet. No, you haven't. Oh, and it's that's based, based on the books. It's yeah. based on the books by Jeanette Ivanovich. It's a series of like romance novels that – when I was in high school, I read me. I was friends with the librarian, and me and the librarian and my best friend at high school would read these romance novels that I don't think were for our age group. Oh. But we would we sucked them in. Mate. So when I was so excited about this adaptation, I have to say, did um, and you never watched it? I, no, no, I didn't. I don't. One for the right. money. Good. When we get to that, I have mm. so much to say. When, so you you read it? I read the well? first six. I got over it after. Yes. What? I read the first. There's like 40. one for the money. I want to say two for the show is probably. Yeah, it's like one three for my, two for the dough. Dead? It's two for the two dough. For the dough. Three, three to get deadly. Deadly. Four, four to, to score. score. Five. F- high five. No, yeah, no. It's something five, like that. Something though. five, wow. and then six is hot six mm. instead of six. Can I say? <laughs> so you know, Whoa. Zach. I don't think you got it. Let me say that again. The sixth book is called Hot Six. But it's about was there, was hot there a seventh? Sex. Was there a seventh? Yeah, I think they're up to their way. I think she's still going. Can no, I they're say, still going. Oh my god, there's a new one coming out. One thing I find really interesting, right? 
one thing I find really, really interesting, and this is why I'm really excited for if they ever make the Crazy Rich Asian sequel, which has always been in talks, is the fact that in movies, mm. sequels to romantic films are very, very rare, if not non-existent mm. outside of Bridget Jones. In books, like that's all it is. Like yeah. you do not write one, you, you just write keep 50. Yeah. And that's just like the, the opposite. Apparently the movie One for the Money is, re- I haven't seen it, but it, would, it was absolutely like canned. Yeah. Like got such shitty reviews. And I loved the first book. So I'm looking forward to that. But... We are here to talk about <laughs> season one, episode nine of the Adventures I'm of Puss so in Boots. I'm so glad we've oh. gotten to it. Yeah, yes. thank God. <laughs> We're all chomping at the Ooh. fucking bit. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Okay, I'm going to do a little quick blurb on this episode. Um, blurb. Yeah, just whatever. <laughs> okay, here we go. Ooh, Jack Spratt is back, baby, yeah. and all of Puss's friends are mad about it. Why? He's a thieving smarty pants who always encourages Puss to do naughty things. Yeah, he does. Like a pimp. <laughs> yeah. In the ninth episode of the first season of The Adventures of Puss in Boots, Jack Spratt steals some fancy magic boots that set off a series of unfortunate events, all of which take place in the longest 15 minutes of my life. <laughs> The dangerous devil wind is after them. The most bizarre and unnecessary villain ever. John voices Jack Spratt again. Great. Thanks. See, I thought you selected this to give me as like a, oh, Beck's been a bit stressed because I feel like every time mm. we bump into each other, I go, yeah. like, I gotta get a Yeah, and like, oh, let's give Beck a I nice didn't know, children's program. That's funny that I, I didn't know you were stressed because I think I'm a bit stressed. Mm. Well, and it's just funny, wait, just at time, the same frequency. Every, I think so because every time I talk to Mish, it's me going, ah, I gotta go. And every time I talk to Zach, it's me and you having a very deep and meaningful about something. <laughs> we're just like, yeah, yeah man, no, let's talk another, about yeah, what, yeah. what does it feel like to feel? <laughs> anyway. But I thought you gave this to me to be like, here's a nice children's program. Come, well, be calm. But the watching this stressed me out. Yeah, I don't yeah. know why. I, what was it? I asked you to watch this because mm. I, I the first episode we watched, which was season one, episode five, I believe. Mm. I kind of wanted to back it a bit. I was like, yeah. okay, I feel like there's some there's some funny stuff and Johnny Legs does some voice stuff, and I thought that you might enjoy a nice light-hearted oh. animation. Mm. Mm. I will, however, say. As much as Johnny Legs' voice work is sublime Amazing. and we love him, <laughs> I will say I'm slightly less on board for the show. And mm. I, I don't I'm, – I'm not re- always read, like, ready to criticise what we watch. Yeah, that's um, fine. I will just say that I've never felt like something was less aimed at me when it was created yes. than when I watched this. Yes. There, there is, like, a profound um, not for meanness to it yeah, all. Oh, my God. Just, like, um, such a – and I uh, came home last night and we're uh, – not to, not, to, not to teach – not to teach – tell the audience how mm. the meatball's made, mm. but um, because I've got a New Zealand tour coming up, me and Misha, <gasps> oh. oh, you know, so uh, – Aotearoa. Is that what we call it now? Altera? 
uh, Aotearoa New Zealand, um, you know, if you're listening and you're in New Zealand, mm. come along. You've just made it sound like I'm going with you. Yeah, I'm, I thought I'm you not. No, no, it's not a missions act. No, it's well, not it's a, it's No one wants me one. there. <laughs> no, you can come. I'm going, but I haven't told you. I'm going oh, to sick, come on. Sneaking. But because we've got a tour coming along, we're recording multiple episodes in a week, sort of, we're mm. banking them. And um, I got to tell you, right, um, I, we, we'll talk about it next next week, the, the movie mm. we watched. Uh, and I don't want to give away too much. But I feel it is important to give context that I have never been more not in the mood for two pieces of entertainment <laughs> <laughs> in my entire life. It took mm. 15 minutes, you say? Yeah. Mm. It took... 15 minutes for that. Once it kicked yeah. off, it was a 25-minute episode. 25 minutes. It took the 25 minutes to watch it. it. I watched it close to in 25 minutes. But it... Took all of my mental energy yeah. to stay yeah. with it, and then the next thing was a was a art house sort of film film like art house film proper yeah. art like house. proper yeah. you know like black and white serious like black yeah. and white because back because in nineteen ninety two black and white was cheap you know yeah. like real going for a thing mm. good for them and sometimes you know you know me, mm-hmm. I'm a wanker yeah and I love I love it yeah but I was not I I was in a Mm. I was in a not even a movie mood last night. Usually I'm in a track, like mm. when I'm in a, mm. I was in like a episode, episode 53 of the thing I watch mood last yes. night. I was like, if, if I'm going to watch anything. A Grey's Anatomy season fucking God knows what episode 21. I was yeah. in Star Trek yeah. Next Generation. Like I need to know all the characters. Yes. I need to, I don't you need. need calm and consistent. I don't like need a, anything like to carry over from, from the last thing. Yeah, 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 you know, yeah. just like 45 minutes of people I know doing the shit that they do and mm. nothing really changing. And then, and I got a 25 minutes of mm. that with this Jack Spratt shit. And then, but it was just, I just fuck it. I just, you know, when it's like painful to watch a mm. thing and not because the thing is bad. No. I no, couldn't just, tell you if either of these things. It's a mood based thing. But also I feel like you, you both said that it, this was not made for you. Whereas my experience going into this, it was quite late at night um, and I was like, I'm, I was sitting in bed. I'm mm. like, this will be a calming thing to watch. And I tried to look for the show and Netflix, I don't know what picture Netflix decided to show you for Puss in Boots, but it showed me a big burly cat man who was like, hello. Yeah. Did not look like Puss in Boots at, Puss in Boots Puss at all. Boots. Didn't look like Puss in Boots. Mm. So I went, oh, that's probably not the right show, but it was. And it was just trying to entice me in. I'm like, oh, this is made for me. It knows I like Big Billy Catman. Yeah. Um, wow. And then when I watched it, um, my my AirPods are quite old and they kept disconnecting. Uh, and my p- partner was asleep next to me, and every so often they would disconnect and play very loud Spanish guitar going. That's funny. Um, That's so, funny. which strangely, still quite. I still had quite a. I had an okay time. I feel like you were not in the headspace. Mm. I was kind of like completely relaxed. I'm like, I'm just gonna okay. focus on this. But I agree, a lot of the content that you watch, it's all about your own mood. You can go Mm. into something and it can completely change how it is. And that's reviewing. I totally get it. I I totally understand. And you're right. It depends on your mood. I was Mm. in the mood to be 34 and I just felt (laughs) like this. I feel like the bracket, I feel like the target audience for this is so small. Mm. 
It, and it's got to not, be... Not a small target audience, a target audience of small people. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And, like, <laughs> it's just, it's it's so for children. And that feeling of, like, not for me, that was just the whole way. I was like, even even when jokes were funny, it's like, that is a funny mm. joke, but it's not for me. Oh, even, a, like, yeah. the, like, it's just, and because I knew none of the characters, I hated all of Puss's friends. Like, mm. I was just wanted nothing <sighs> yeah. to do with those complainy little fucking animal mm. cunts. <laughs> Like, I just, I I don't know. There was something about this episode. And maybe I was in a particularly bad head. No, I wasn't. I was in a good mood. I was just like, I didn't, it's not for me. This is not a show for me. I think mm. he's in one more episode, so we have to watch another one of this at some point. Mm. But it's just, I something has changed between episode five and episode nine where I'm less on board of just going, I'm sure there's someone who fucking loves this because it got six seasons. This show has six seasons. Six seasons. Six seasons. And there's a movie coming out on Boxing Day. And a movie. Two movies. There's already been a movie. Yeah, well, there's another one. Puss in Boots something something. But the movie's a different thing. Like this is the thing, right, about like it makes me think about like the Aladdin where where Hank, I think Hank Azaria did did the genie. And then also like I remember there was a Hercules series. Like it makes me think. And then there was a Timon and Pumbaa series. Mm. Like all these sort of things where it's like it's the TV show is is more in the stream of merchandise mm, than it yes. is s- spin-off or see it's like it's it's a different kind of it I think it's even be, a different department you're right yeah. it's a it's a corporate exercise more yes. than it is necessarily a creative one not that people aren't putting in creative energy not that they're trying to not do that but the maybe the intention from the beginning mm. it's interesting too I I did research on this cuz I wanted to know about this show did you know it has an emmy for casting Oh yeah. So that's thanks to Johnny Legs. Get out of town. Yeah. That makes Thank sense. Thank you, Johnny Legs. That makes sense. The guy doing they got um, good casting. The guy doing Puss. Puss. It's like that is a good mm. uh, Antonio Banderas. Antonio Banderas. Mm. Like when you listen to that and go, that's like a jobbing voice actor from Canada, mm. that's hard to believe. He does a good and but it's mm. the uncanny valley of all of that yeah. as well that mm. I find. It makes me want to watch the ones I liked as a kid. You know, yeah. it makes me that's cause that's what I feel like. Watching this, right? I'm a thirty Whatever, I fucking COVID threw me. Am I 33? I think I'm 33. I'm a 33-year-old man sitting here eating my dinner. I was eating like pesto pasta. Yum. Yeah, just a quick ah. little pesto pasta. Delicious. Sitting there watching this and, and, and I just felt like I was five years old. Mm like eating a, a couple of Savoys that I'd stolen from the pantry and it's like 6.30am on a Saturday watching mm. Saturday Disney. It takes me back there mm. in such a profound way mm. that it's not like nostalgic. Mm. Like there's the people get really, I was like, it took me back there like a. Oh, like a bad. Like I was just like, ah, ah. No, I, I liked it. I was like, oh no, I got to go to swimming lessons. <laughs> Oh, I was just like, oh, my, let band, me, my band was, date's going to come off in the pool. I was like, let me choose what I get. I want to eat what I want and yeah. go to bed when I want. <laughs> I was watching this and I was like, why do I have to go to bed at 7.30? Go fuck yourself. Oh, you know? be what, was your, um, what was your favourite Saturday Disney show? Ooh, that's such a good question. That's hard. I don't think it? I have a good enough memory. Like, really, I don't. I'm like, I remember the texture of it. You know, talking mm. about texture. I remember the 
Savoy with jam. I remember the waking up before my parents. I remember Savoy with jam. I would have a Savoy with butter and jam. No, nah, that's fucked. Actually, that's I actually no, no, that's real fucked. I did it once. I did what? it once. Once. Don't you remember lie. once? You said you said strawberry and you. No, strawberry what you jam. Do, no, this no. I'll tell you. I'll tell do. you. I can tell you the story. I was. I was like, I'm going to get up earlier than my parents. I'm going to watch Saturday Disney from the start. And I made a point of it and I, and I got up annoying. and I was like, because they were still in bed, I get to make my own breakfast. And it felt breakfasty with the skills I had at This hand. is what you did with Savoy's. You buttered them because yeah. we're not fucking psychos. Get a little butter. Mm-hmm. You would then get a piece of tasty cheese and you would fold it and then fold it again. You've got quarters. That's four Savoy's. And they would fit perfectly. Wait. Had, yes. You fold it. Yeah, you, you fold get, you get a square, slice yeah, a slice of cheese. Oh, I thought you said you fold the Savoy. No. Like, what are you? Are no. You, th- are you thinking of a salada? No. I was like, bitch is thinking of a salada. No, saladas is vegemite only. We know the difference between saladas and Savoy's in this A salada is vegemite. I'm vegemite only. You can put a vegemite on a Savoy, but you can put a tomato. Tomato cheese. Uh, yum. But remember how Savoy's used to be peppery? They used to have pepper Savoy's? Well, yeah. And was it a pepper Savoy no, with a jam? No, I just wanted to double no. check. Yeah. Well, it sounded, you sounded some psycho, psycho anyway. There's yeah. some psycho it shit could going have been on pepper. Savoy's you could have bread. Pepper it's like bread. It's a neutral flavour. Savoy flavor. is like bread. It's no, a neutral no. flavour. You can put a sweet. You're thinking pepper Savoy. You are putting I'm on not. the has Savoy. Salt on it. We got light Savoy's in my house because that's how my mum rolled. They were fucked. Yeah, and then when I got old enough to buy middle-aged my middle-aged ladies and their diet culture, oh, they I tell loved you what. their light crackers. <laughs> they loved their boys. diet culture, didn't they? Uh, no, oh. The best was butter and cheese, and then you'd sometimes get a little bit, just a tiniest bit of Vegemite. But jam on a Savoy is incorrect. Jam is for bread. That is the difference between Savoy's and. Can I tell you, bread. this was a this was a like a, a one-off-ish kind of thing. My go-to the after school, the after-school go-to was Savoy butter Vegemite. And a Milo with far too much Milo in it. Okay, now yeah. you, now I'm now feeling better about you. Milo. Now then we're talking salty, umami, yeah. sweet, crunchy, a crunchy Wonderland. Piece of fruit? No, I would have an apple. I would never do such a thing. Mm. I, would, I mean, I'm, I'm no. not. I don't, I'm not I opposed to fruit. How no, many I savoys? Am to fruit. Oh, too many. It, it is the whole like, yeah. You got to fill is, the plate. I would get a rolling kind of thing going where it's like, I try not to think of Savoy as a number. Because you, you set out some Savoys, you set them out on a plate, then there's a number of Savoys. But if you kind of keep it rolling, if mm. you're eating Savoys as you're making Savoys, if you can get a system going, you can <gasps> you can just sort of have this rolling Savoy situation. I can't have Savoys in my house because of this. I love Savoys. I can, uh, Savoys are like, um, I, could eat, I could eat Savoys until I died. From yeah. from uh, from exploding. Like, yeah, yeah, I can. As do you well. know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, I'm, you, I'm feeling this exactly. If I and it is actually, they should put. You know how lately there's been like limits on some things. Like I went to get a ventilator the other day. There was a limit on ventilators. Oh wow! I don't think there yeah. should be a limit on that. I need to breathe. But sometimes there's a limit on you know toilet paper. They're running yeah. out of things mm. still. Um, they, there should be a one box limit on Savoy's for our safety. Yeah. There's things that and it, I agree with. It you. breaks my mm. partner's heart. Can't have bread in the house. Can't have Savoy's in the house. <gasps> That kind of mm. space, that space of like, mm. just like, um, mm. sim- like I, ca- I cannot have them in the house. Oh, no. there's something about, so I grew up in a light Savoy and multi-grain bread f- household. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There is something about a loaf of white bread that fucks me. Like mm. when I see a loaf of white bread in my home, 
I will eat the entire mm. loaf of bread with all the things that as a child mm. I would have wanted to have on that bread. But my mum yes. never allowed us to have plain white bread. It was mm. always nine grain multigrain. That was the bread that we had in the house or Helga's multigrain. I yeah. struggle with the notion of a sandwich, you know, like one sandwich in your body. It's too... It, it, bread is infinite. Savoy well, see, is infinite. There is something that makes me so happy about plain white bread yeah. with butter, in my case yeah. vegan butter, and Vegemite. There is something about that mm-hmm. that just makes me so happy because I always had my Vegemite and butter with a multigrain bread and it's just not the same. There's nothing, well, multigrain yeah. bread is you are eating something that is good. Don't get me wrong. Multigrain bread is good for you. But it is like you know when you get those like a like an apricot facial scrub. Yeah. Like it's bre- it's doing it's it's grit. You're yeah. eating grit, whereas eating white, white bread, bread just nothingness. But in saying that, I used to have for every day. My dad used to get up and make a Nutella sandwich for me, which would be in my bag for high school. Yeah. <laughs> and oh. I would, and which was lovely, except I don't know if you've had a Nutella sandwich every day, mm. but that get that does get to you. That's actually. a lot. No, that does get. Well, to you. But it was sweet. a good move that's... because now I don't actively go. Well, I've got to have Nutella because I never had mm. it. So they did do something right there. They Nutella made, is yeah. um, the the you know the greatest trick mm. the devil ever pulled. The greatest mm. trick that um, Nutella ever pulled that Nutella ever pulled was te- convincing everyone it was a spread, not a chocolate sauce. Yeah, yeah. and saying hazelnut a lot. Just like literally. Hazelnuts, hazelnuts. Because I know, I know there's a hazelnut in there probably somewhere. Yeah, like, like hazelnut one hazelnut. Yeah, like it's like, yeah it's but it like, is chalky. It is just it's a little cho- chalky. It's a chalky, chalky. It's a chalky tree. I remember I went to Italy on like a school trip Um not because I went to a fancy school. It's because I lived in a predominantly in a very Italian area of Victoria, and um, we went. <laughs> thank you. Thank we you. Oh my God, you clarified for a second. Throat. I thought you I was, were fucking yeah. rich. Uh, I didn't want. You know, I wasn't poor, but I hate the idea. I ha- I would hate to go. I went to Italy on a school trip, mm. and people to think. I went to the kind of school where it's like, well, you know, chums, there's a the annual Italy trip is coming up next that was, year. That was the school I went to. <laughs> really? Yeah, I went to a, a private girls' school. But did they have like oh, Italy trips for yeah. everyone? No, we went to New. I didn't go. My mum mm. was just like, no. Uh, there was an optional New Caledonia trip. New they were optional. Caledonia. They were, they were Japan, oh. um, China. Oh. They were, but they were optional. If Did you, you have to pay? To yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I went to a Sovereign Hill kind of school. <laughs> we went to. Well, I was from in Hobart for a while, so I went to the Cadbury factory like. Yeah. Ten times. Oh, that's great. Yeah, that's but, great. But, yeah. Zach, did you have to pan for gold in order to go anywhere? Like, yeah. On a we went to, mm. yeah, just like weird burgers and weird camp Oh, you places. went to Sovereign Hill. I thought you meant your school was Sovereign Hill. Don't no, worry. I wish my school <laughs> yeah. was Sovereign Hill. My, no. no, my school was, I went to an all-girls Catholic school. So mm. it wasn't bad, but same thing. What there state? were Here, no. uh, there were some things, I think, but it was trips to do with subjects you did, mm. but you had to pay. So mm. I didn't go to any of them. But there was, uh, you know, the, the opportunity to go to the uh, city and mm. look at the city and then you came back. Mm. That's God's way. <laughs> yes. I, um, I had to write. <laughs> God would have wanted you. I had to, to write a 500-word essay um, in Italian to go on this uh, trip, right? Oh. And um, I don't know how I did it because I cannot speak a word of Italian. I wrote this 500-word essay. Mamma mia, pizza, et cetera. Et cetera, yeah. 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 That kind of deal. Those 15 students went. And only like four boys applied. And I think that I got in on virtue of being one of the four boys. 
Oh, nice. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, like that's the world. Because I was also a theatre kid mm. and, you know, you just, if you're a boy going for a musical, yeah. it's yeah. just like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> In you come. In you come, whatever. doesn't matter. That's a great school trip though. Yeah. 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 And it was just, a, and it was, but well, it's funny because it was, it was like the hometown of the teacher. Mm. So we kind of got there. It wasn't, it was three weeks and, and a lot of the trip. Three weeks. Yeah. And a lot of the trip Jeez. was <sighs> just. Just being in this town while the teacher just was off, like fucking making pasta in their house. They, they, they like were in the family, vill- and we were just in a village. How nice! That we sounds just, wonderful. Yeah, it was interesting. It was like mm. it was interesting. Yeah, we just spent a lot of time in a village in in like the middle of Italy, oh. like playing soccer and drinking Fanta. This and sounds like a movie that Johnny Lex. Yeah, 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 actually, it, it does fuck, actually. It could, make, a bring it back, it could make a good movie. You're to, not wrong. No, I didn't mean to go back with, but it does sound like a fun. Like it's indie like fifteen. Film. It's a group of the fifteen year olds it. all like mm. having like. Yeah, I feel like a lot of my friends went on exchange through some weird program yeah. that wasn't connected to the school, but well, I don't know, you know, one of those programs. Mm. Um, and a lot of them went to France. Yeah, my sister did that. And then came back and smoked, was just smoking. Yeah. And like, yeah. they're just like, everyone's doing it there. And then they d- that spread around the school. So that's good. It's good to get to know other cultures. Yeah. I was the lookout. And that was a great experience That's for great. me. Were you the lookout? Yeah. That's so That's funny. funny. I've only I've only smoked once and it was in a comedy sketch and I don't think I did a good I job. I found a cigarette. The first cigarette I ever smoked, I found and I smoked it on my own real quick. I um <laughs> Where was it? Oh, I just did found you vomit? It. No, I I don't know. It was felt, gross. It was pretty I, foul. Was it lit and you were like... No, it was a full cigarette. I just found a full oh. cigarette and I'm like, fuck, this is my chance. This is my fucking chance. Yeah. And then I found it and then I like put it in my pocket and I'm like, fuck. My, um, and then I hid it in the same place where I hid my FHMs. <laughs> oh, it's very good. <laughs> That's so funny. Um, where That's did you hide your FHMs? Um, under the bottom drawer. So oh, at the bedside table, you pull out the full oh. drawer and then you put it under so there. So that's and then you where put you the did. You have in. snacks in there as well? No, I had two FHMs, or I had like a Ralph and FHM. I was going to ask cigarette. you Ralph. <laughs> <laughs> you were naughty drawer. It's so funny. <laughs> Can I tell I, you my naughty drawer? Yeah, yeah. It wasn't a naughty drawer. It was the back of my cupboard, mm. and it's because in the garage once I found one light beer. Oh, and I was like, there's good. a light beer. And I took it and oh, I put it in fuck, the back of the, cu- the cupboard. And I don't think I'd ever oh, drank it. Oh, that's so funny. I had a box that looked like a book. Well, I thought oh. it did, but it was very clearly yep. a box. So and I'd funny. stolen like two or three copies of my sister's Dolly magazine oh. um, with the sealed section that had pictures of vaginas oh, and fun. stuff. Yeah. So I'd stolen like three of the Dolly magazines that had like the naughty pictures. Mm. And I just remember there being a confession in Dear Doctor about someone masturbating and their fake nail falling off in their vagina. That's just a memory. <laughs> but then I also had a book that I believe I found as well or like, yeah, I think I found it. Um, but I'm mean, now all of a sudden I'm thinking maybe I found it at my friend's house and it must have belonged to her mum or something. It was an erotic novel, <gasps> like in a proper erotic. And I remember reading it when I was about 10, 11, or re- reading a chapter or a page, just being like, oh my God, that's going in the naughty box. Wow. I would have loved if one of us was like, oh, we're now naughty drawer. It was just like, heroin. 
<laughs> we're all just like we had well, my, a, we had a naughty book. I had a light beer and a cigarette. My first cigarette. <laughs> my first cigarette was when I was like, yeah, I was about fourteen when I had my first cigarette, and my dad was a heavy smoker. Mm. Yeah, right. And um, he would go out the back at night with a beer and like smoke about I don't know five cigarettes, six cigarettes. And he would often leave his cigarettes out on the back table because he'd come back and have another one later. Right. And I snuck out one and I stole one. I was like, I'm just going to smoke it. And I went and I went around the side of the house and I smoked it like the way my dad smokes a cigarette. I didn't know at the time. My dad smoked what was then called Peter Jackson Virginias, which are like they're like the the, the strongest the, yeah. cigarette you can possibly mm. get. I went white. I like my dad describes me. He said I looked grey. I went white and started vomiting profusely my dad found me and was just like did you smoke one of my cigarettes man and i was like <laughs> yeah and he's like fuck and he like took me to the bathroom and was like you're gonna be okay it'll pass soon like you're like you're an idiot mm. but i just went white and vomited and then did not touch a cigarette again until for I the was, rest of your for life the rest <laughs> of my life Never again. i did well yep. no it properly put me off for the rest of my life for four years but, like, wow. it was fucking gross. They should have filmed that rather than those No Gary No ads. I know. They should have just. That would have worked on <laughs> probably all the people coming up from France. Just a video of me, go, like, with my, yeah. with my natural yeah. blonde hair and chubby cheeks just vomiting oh profusely down the side of my parents' house. Do we have any last thoughts on oh. Puss in Boots? Oh, we've talked at length oh. about Puss in Boots. Here are my notes. <laughs> oh, yeah, go. Please. Uh, what have I written? I don't think these make sense. Oh, I looked up um, on the. Uh, the Adventures of Puss in Boots Wikipedia. Mm-hmm. Apparently, um, Jack Spratt is a treasure seeker betrayer, <laughs> <laughs> which I love. Whoever's written this is really into it. They also wrote, likes treasure gold Puss in Boots more than a friend, which I didn't pick up on that. Oh, like in a sexual way. Maybe there was a bit or of, there could have been some romance there. Oh, I don't see that. I didn't no. see that at all. That's but why I, I thought that much. was interesting. I mean, it was on. <laughs> And this this this. Show I guess there's the on. point where yeah. they shared boots. That's kind of hot. Yeah, that is kind yeah. of hot. I mean, I think they liked each other, mm. but I do think they um he Jasper did take advantage of Puss in Boots a lot. Oh, absolutely. I wouldn't. I don't think I would trust. I'm interested to see where their relationship goes in the third episode. I don't believe mm. that he should be trusted again. Yeah. Um. I go. These notes are nothing. I wrote these at midnight. That's Why fine. is horse horse? I love that you wrote the fact notes. that you've written notes is, is so really full on. Bec. I wrote sodge, sodge. <laughs> yeah. Every word is wrong. I love. Don't know what that yeah. means. Pool tornado rules. Oh, oh to yeah. stop the tornado, you had to sort of do the thing you do in a pool. Yeah. Um, they had to run is... in the opposite direction with the fast magic boots. That yeah. was kind of cool. Yeah. I will give them that. That's a really cool way. Whoever wrote that episode was like when they got that and they were like, how are we going to get rid of this evil wind? That They're was like, oh, nice. we'll just do the thing yeah. that they do in the pool. There's something mm. joyful about like just like shows like this, like just just the speed of having to make a show like this. Ugh. Just not like things wouldn't get. Mm. I feel like that would get noted to death on a movie. That, mm. oh, yeah. there's a tornado. We've got to run the opposite way. And then some can't, somewhere along the line, would be like, actually, you can't stop a tornado like that. And they'd be like, okay. And then they'd change it. And yeah. then they'd, whereas, like, in a show like this, everyone's just like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, man. just quick, let's get another. All right, you got another 43 <laughs> episodes. <laughs> I have a, my final thought, mm. and it's mm. a question before the, before the two of you. Mm. Do you think that there is anyone in their 30s Right, and that for the, for them, mm. this is their favorite TV show. Ooh. Yes, I do. Yeah, I think there's something for everybody in this. 
piece of media. Oh, my God. I just think there's I a think lot of people in the world. And see, that's probably the correct way to go, but I decided to go with <laughs> this is uh, an expanding media of many things. It's, parts of it do feel like you're watching a GIF, mm. but that's okay. I find it so fascinating mm. sometimes when I watch a thing, right, mm. uh, particularly for this podcast, and then I'll, like, look it up and, and, and I go, oh, there's someone that cares enough about... Like, I, I feel that way about Mario Brothers, right? Mm. I, I love Mario Brothers. I've now screened it. I'm now in a category. Oh, yeah. I'm now in the probably the, like, top 0.00001% of people where the rest of society would look at that section of society mm-hmm. and, and I would be in it, you would be in it, Mish, of like, well, they like that movie a little too Absolutely. much, right? Absolutely, yes. Even in that category... There is a zero point zero 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 one percent that I look at, and I go, "You've dedicated your life to Super Mario Brothers, mm. the nineteen ninety like, de- like people do edit, like they've they've mm. re like there was a fan edit recently where they like found old footage and paid for a professional editor to reinsert it back into the film, and then they graded it, and then I think they built their own internet server. To, yeah, <laughs> you know, like people that give that much of a mm. shit. Mm. So I think surely someone yep. somewhere watched this show and was like, fucking yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> that fucking Frenchman trying to steal puss in boots, magic boots. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And like, I know, and I think like, I think there's probably a few people that are not quite entirely there or, you know, that they, they're, you know, that there's many reasons why, but I think there is, there is a someone over 30 somewhere in the world that just unequivocally loves this show. Mm. Good on them. Do- I agree. Does it doesn't even like better than the better than the Shrek movies. Do you know what? And I wish it was me. No, I wish too. it was yeah. me because imagine if this was the thing that you were into. What a what a great life. Yeah, what a simple life you lead. I think about this a lot about just deciding to get into. I've spoken a few yeah. times about getting into anime again. Mm. I think yeah. that could be me. Oh yeah. What it's if that's why, my personality again? That would like, be so easy. It was easy in high school. They look at the other people looked at me. They're like, ah. Anime nerd. We're not going to talk to her. Easy life. Easy. Mm. Easy life. Quiet. I always like, I don't know why this has just crossed my mind and we probably don't have enough time. No, we have all the time in the world, Mish. Truly we do. I Truly dated. we have enough time. I'm talking about someone I dated again, right? Yeah. Someone no I dated once. Yeah, great. Who was a conspiracy theorist Ooh. and they were really into it. We didn't date for long and as soon as I realised how much how much they were into it, I did stop dating them. Um, but they were really, really, really into it and they would try and teach me about it and they tried to get me into it as well. I remember looking at it and it was like, I kind of understand how you have fallen so deep into this mm-hmm. that you are now questioning everything. This, I, and then I watched a documentary about a guy who thought that the earth was flat yeah. and he had spent his, like, he'd quit his job mm. to pursue like the knowledge that the earth is flat. He had made things, he'd put all his money into it. And I was like, what a sad and dark way to commit your life. And the things I understand how you got there. Because once you start questioning certain things, you then start questioning the certain things that are questioning those certain things. And then before you know it, you are questioning everything and you don't, believe anything to be real you start to think about chips in people's arms you start to like it goes to a place that is so dark 
and I saw a tiny, tiny glimpse on how it is, how you, and I understood how nice it would, like I understood how you could fall into a dark place. And now I think how nice it would be to fall into an obsession with Puss in Boots. Can I, yes. can I legit, can I, you don't have to be anywhere, do you? No, I have to be here at this moment because if you can explain to me somehow I can get into this and this become the thing that I care deeply about because also it it will remain unchanged, I think, because yeah. there's six seasons. You can continue to watch it. You can it's, jump it'll in never at hurt any you. point. You jump, it's not going to hurt you. I mm. really want to talk about Flat Earthers for like just a, just a moment. Oh, this could go for hours, mate. I know, but you brought it up and I'm yeah. like really yeah. on Fuck, Flat Fuck, I shouldn't have brought it up at mind. minute mm. 57. But it doesn't matter. I'm, okay. I'm back on my um, I'm back listening to my theme park podcast where every episode goes for two and a half hours. <laughs> so I'm back there, baby. All right, cool. Um, and you brought like it's so fascinating. It really is. Like, and I I never really I was I'd never really was he a flat earther? The guy I dated. Yeah. yeah. Um, I very much believe so. Yes. Um, but at that that point that I was like, oh, you are a flat earther. I was breaking up with him. Yeah. yeah. So I was ending the the kind of relationship. Imagine how full on that would be, right? Mm. To believe that and you would know that, not embarrassing, but you would know that you would get mocked for it. People mock flat earthers, mm. right? And and genuinely, like with it, like rightfully so. Like yes. rightfully so. Like mm. it is just but stupid. The people, uh, but the people who truly believe it, have already questioned so much. You don't yeah. just fall into, I think the earth is flat. You've gone through the, I think 9-11 was an inside job. Yeah. Man did not walk on the moon, that kind of stuff. You've already assessed all of that stuff, come to that conclusion. You've then got That's into prop circles. Then you start kind of going into the alien stuff. And you, I go, like me, Mish, goes, surely I'm not ignorant to think that we are the only living things in the entire fucking universe. But they've then gone crop circles. They've then gone... Oh, invasions. They look into st- yeah. like different. what's happening in Roswell. What is this book of secrets? What is all of this? And then they've looked and then they've come to the. So they've already, they're already fucking insane. <laughs> no, but like, it's, like, I think it's people finding also a comfort in things that they, if there's something in their life personally that mm. they can't explain, being able to then look at the world and go, well, here's all these unexplained things that I can't explain because of these specific things. Mm. I think I think they find comfort in a world that is less random than it is. Mm. This is me being very nice. No, like legit. And I, I, and just, I get that. Yeah. I totally get that. Um, well, that's but I instead mean. I just get really deep into things like... <laughs> Dirk gently for ages, you know? That's my thing where I go, like, I find comfort in that because I can see, uh, you know, I find comfort in shows because you can see characters going through the same things you go Mm. through. So that's how you, you know, get that sense of, oh, it's okay. Whereas I think with with people who are into conspiracies, it's like I'm going to go into a conspiracy because then I don't have to deal with the things in my life. Because everything mm. has this other explanation and it's out of my control. Maybe I don't oh, know. No, I made a very mm. like I I I made a very clear choice that I don't want to look into this anymore. Like I don't mm. I don't want to question this because it could drive you fucking insane. Because well, this is my thing, right? I'm like fascinated by flat earthers. Like I'm fascinated by them, right? And I'm just the, the reason I wanted to talk about it is when you brought it up. Like I I it it it. it hit me like a week ago where I was just like, how can you think that? 
Yeah. And mm. it's this thing where I, and I don't know, I watched a video the other week where it was like flat earthers versus scientists and it sucked. The video sucked. I turned it off because it was too frustrating because they were like giving them equal weight and like letting them talk. And it was like this, like, can they work it out? And it's like, no, because one of them it's is right. Wrong. And one yeah. of them is one wrong. Of them is yeah. right and one of them is wrong. But it was like the whole time I was like watching it and I was just like, I want to have a conversation with a flat earther mm. and I want to have a, like, and I just want to sit down with them and be like, I, you, I don't like you, there is no part, uh, you will not win me over. Right. And I want to turn off the part of me that gets angry at them. I, I just want to be like, you will not win me over. Mm. And, and, and I don't think I could. No, see from my experience, this is only from my experience. Do not get mad at me in the DMS. From my experience, when I say, you don't want to have a conversation with a flat earther. It's not because you wouldn't be able to be patient or because they are in, they are wrong and you are right and you would find that very frustrating and you would get angry at them. It's because if they have gotten to the point where they think the earth is flat, they are an insanely cynical person. Mm. This is from my experience yeah, it, that they are not a happy person. Mm. They are a cynical mm. person that is already quite angry at you for not believing them. But so you saying to a flat earther, I'd like to have a, this, again, from my experience. This if, is not, look, this Mish, is, I'm going to say it here. You can like forge your own path, but I think it's okay for us to lose our flat earther base. <laughs> <laughs> I liked that you were holding on to them. No, keep yeah. on. Like to be like this group of people. I don't like to generalize. Yeah, like yeah, that. yeah. Like, and there's a, there's like there's I, people I, I who saw get, a thing you know, that's like there's like ten thousand of them in the world. Oh, there's yeah. there's a fair there's a handful. But I don't like to be. I don't want to generalize and say that everyone who thinks the Earth is flat is a is a cynical asshole. From my experience, um, they the, the person that I dealt with who I believe was a flat Earther. They were was a very unhappy, cynical person. And you just merely approaching a flat earther saying to them, or at least the one that I knew, hey, I'd like to have a conversation with you where I'm never going to believe you, but I'm going to turn off all of this, whatever. That would anger them. They're yeah. already angry mm. at you. That, like, that's the, that's, the issue isn't that you, you believe something that yeah. I don't believe. The issue is that you're very cynical. Well, and I think as well, I think the other issue is, right, this is the other thing with a flat earther is they're arrogant. Yeah. Mm. They're really, it's like profoundly arrogant mm -hmm. to think that you can figure it out. Mm. It's the same with fucking anti-vaxxers. It's the same with, mm. you know, and I like, it's just like how arrogant do you have to be to think that you've worked, like Galileo with a fucking... Tube and a with a glass bowl at the end of it worked it out, but you know more than everyone after him. And it's like, why? Like, I just, mm. I, I'm so fascinated by how someone can be so arrogant and stupid but and can, cynical. What conversation so, would you want to have with them? That's the other thing I want to work out. Two things, two things, right? Yeah. I'd want to know why, how mm. they fell into it, how they got there, why they why it's so important to them that this is the case. And then I would want to actually... I would want, and this is where I would fall into an argument. I would want to just be like, what, what, like really have an in-depth conversation about mm. this. That like, why is it that everything in the sky is a globe mm. and we're the one flat thing? Why is it that like, you know what I mean? I would just want to, like, I would really want to know like, what like, convinced when you, you? When you go into a plane and you go up high enough and you look out to the horizon why is it curving a bit? Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. there's that. Why as well. can't like, you see yeah. forever? How, how, yeah. like mm. I, I can get that NASA is a conspiracy, right? NASA knows. But 
Every <laughs> single pilot would have to know. Every yeah. single pilot. Every single person that books the planes. Yeah. Every single flight attendant would yeah, probably be have to know. Yeah, that's part of their know. training. I know some flight attendants, and I'm telling you right now, they're not like <laughs> harboring big it's dick like, nasty. Here's the two things. Here's the three things. One, you have to be like <laughs> profoundly, pa- you have to be the most patient person yeah. in the world. Mm. Two, you have to fit into the one dress size we have. And yeah. three, you have to. <laughs> Hold the greatest conspiracy <laughs> of all fucking time. Yeah, like the yeah. amount. That's the thing. Like the moon landing, I kind of. But with with flat Earth, it's like the um, every theoretical physicist, every physicist, every astronaut, every single is. They think they're stupid. Like they think mm. that it's like how, and then they those people write the maths, right? Mm. That makes satellites work. That make everything. The person's on their phone, right? Mm. And the person that made that phone did the maths, right? And that person was like, that person is either stupid, but mm-hmm. somehow fluked it, or, or. Is prote- they're like this is the maths I tell everyone. <laughs> well, that's yeah. what that's what they think. Yeah. They think they honestly, from my that's experience, amazing. I was told the reason. <coughs> excuse me. The reason I believe the Earth to be round is because I'm being fed false information. Yeah, cool, mm. right? Yeah. Oh, I hear what you're saying, Zach. And I'm that's fair. Like me, you, yeah, yeah. great, yes. Me and you, we could be wrong. Yeah. I'm as stupid as that person. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm. The person that put the fucking satellite in the sky that makes this phone work, mm-hmm. are they being fed the wrong? How did that work? Yeah. No, that's an inside job, they believe. That's a lot of people. That's mm. every single physics professor. Some, every single physics professor in the world. kind of nice about the idea that... <laughs> Uh, flat earthers would think the world is organized enough to do something like I this because experience that I've had elsewhere and like especially when when I used to work at like um once again Everyone in the news been to Antarctica. People, anyway, sorry, sorry. My, my dad's been to Antarctica. He's in on it. He's yeah. in on it. He's yeah, in on I, it. He, I know this. I said to Dad, I was like, "You, you're against the flat earthers, right?" And he's like, "Yeah." Lord Shackleton. And what are, and what are they doing? Why are they doing it? Because that's the thing. It's a. It's such an interesting thing to be focused on when mm. I'm like, I've got so many stresses in my life. That's I've got what, to deal with. That's where I sit with the, the, the way yeah. the the shape of the Earth is um, real far down there on the important factor i do think there also is a there might be, i don't know if this is true there might be a link between if you are comfortably uh, rich mm-hmm. i think you can believe absolutely batshit things pretty well like you've yeah. got enough time to go like oh yeah i'm gonna devote some time to this thing that isn't important because i'm otherwise okay whereas other people are like oh no, i'm gonna worry about my job oh yeah so i don't have yeah. time to worry about no. whether or not i've been lied to my whole life and all the no. generations before me have been lied to my whole life. No, I've got to send an email. I need to pay my rent. Yes. I need to go get a retail job. I don't know. I don't, I don't, yeah, maybe. But I've seen a few flat earth. Yeah, so. not, yeah. <laughs> I don't think maybe. they're like the cream of society. No. That's a very good point. But I also just like, the, this is the last thing I'll say. Then we'll That's review fine. pussy boots. <laughs> But, but it's the thing that you said. It's like the, everyone in on the conspiracy blows my mind, right? Mm. Everyone in on the conspiracy. Here's the last thing I would want to ask them, right? Is why? What does that like? The what does that? Per, what do those millions of people that are lying? Millions. What do they have to gain mm. from that lie? Do you know what I mean? Like nine eleven. Nine eleven's an inside job. Get it. 
like for me, 9-11, Clip that out. That mm. is a great clip you've got there. <laughs> but I get that conspiracy. Yeah. I get it. It's like, because then you can invade, you know, and actually has its foundations in truth, like mm-hmm. in the sense of, you know. I get it. <laughs> imagine if I just was like, because it's an inside joke. No, no. Like, has its foundation. The moon landing, they were competing with the USSR. There's logic to the reason why they would fail. Why? Galileo, like, fought the Catholic Church. No, but he wasn't... He wasn't even... Everyone agreed the Earth was round with Galileo. They were like, the Earth is round. The the thing they were debating was Mm. whether it went around the sun or the... Mm. But it's like, why? Why would... Why would that theoretical physicist on the fucking blackboard try... Why would they... What do they have to gain? Mm. Like, what's the point? I hear you. I know! And this is what I'd want to talk to them about, but then I'd start yelling at them. I know. They'd start yelling at me. Me too. I had to stop having having sex with that man because I was going to start yelling at him. Remember when you and me yelled at that lady at the... Anyway, that's another story. Oh, yes. That... I... Yes. I do remember that. That's, oh, a, that's a story for another time. That is a story. For we'll, we'll, tell you, we'll tell you when. Please tell we'll me. We'll tell you and when we we'll hang up. We do have to wrap it up. <laughs> All right. So we're going to go straight into Leguistamos now. Beck, do you understand how Leguistamos work? I think I do, but just say it just in case. No worries. It's a star rating out of five, yes, but it's not what you think of the show. It's how leguizamo we mm. you believe it to be. I'm going to kick it off right now and say two. Okay, great. It gets mm. two Leguistamos from me. The two stars come from his great voice work. It sounded like he probably probably had a bit of fun, um, but I feel like it lacked, it just, it wasn't that Leguizamo, two Leguizamo's, that's all I've got to say. Yeah, I think I'm I'm sort of in the same spot. I'm also going to say two. Mm. I think he was bringing it. It was He was doing a fun, he was having a great time mm. and you could tell by the way he was like enjoying it. Yeah. But I think unfortunately, but everyone around him wasn't having a good time, um, mm. which is sad. I feel like he could have brought everyone in, but he probably recorded the uh, line separately yeah. uh, because that's how animation works. Um, yeah. And that's unfortunate. They all should have just got around Johnny Legs and all had a lovely time. I agree. I think it would have pumped everyone up. I agree, yeah. Mm. I think on the drive, I think I said this last time, I think on the drive to the studio to record the audio, I think he came up with the character and mm. his accent. And I think about halfway through recording the lines of the first episode... He came to regret a number of choices. Yeah, um, I think just as a performer, I feel it in my bones. I feel that like ah, I shouldn't have done this voice. Mm. It's hard. It sounded difficult to do. Yeah, but I was listening to it, going, "That sounds tough." I will say this, and I think I, I think Johnny Legs would support me in saying this. I like exactly what you said. I don't think he put that much work into this voice. No, it, I think he's this a was great, this he, was not only an afternoon in the studio. This was like an hour and a half. Yeah. in the studio. and I think good money for an hour. Yeah, I reckon that's why he took it. I think he was like, I've got this afternoon. I'll take it for like the 20 grand you're paying me yeah. for this hour and a half. Thank you. And you can live forever as yeah. Jack Spratt in Puss in Boots in Netflix. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, mm. I think I agree. I think he did it for the money. Mm. I think, I think that, um, he, you know, th- he's so good at voices and in a lot of ways, he's like a professional. In a lot of ways, he's like a professional voice artist for cartoons. 100%. And in a lot of ways, the fact that he was not Puss in Boots, that it was Antonio Banderas doing Puss in Boots, and then he wasn't even Puss in Boots in the series. It was some mm. Canadian dude. Yeah. In fact, there might even be a part of like maybe that was where the... Is why I give it one leg Wistamo. I don't think you've given a one leg Wistamo since we did that movie where she spreads, humps, puts her vagina against the cast window screen. 
Oh. What was that movie again? Okay, I was reading about Cormac McCarthy the other day. Have yeah. you ever seen that? No. Oh, my God. It's the weirdest movie I've ever seen in my life. Cormac McCarthy wrote a movie um, who, after um, No Country for Old Men. He wrote the movie. Mm. And um, same as J.K. Rowling, same vibe. Like, he's a good author. <laughs> Anyway, um, oh, that's a great no, it's a fucked movie and I need to look it up again. Like yeah. that movie is insane. It's Beck, yeah. Beck Petraitis, thank you so much for joining oh, us thank today. You. This is lovely. Um, yeah, this is so, it's so yeah. nice. It's so nice to have you in your studio. It's so nice <laughs> to just be able to chat to you finally rather than running past you going, hi, Mitch, it's nice to see you. Yeah, fuck yeah. Um, Beck has one of the most delightful Twitch streams ever. It's at Beckness on Twitch. Yes. Um, and also, obviously, all your social medias. Yes, I'm on all of them. Yeah. I'm on TikTok. It's absolutely delightful. It's so fun-filled and oh, it just makes me you. feel so warm. Warm and positive, you know. Yeah. Warm and positive is yeah. Beck. That's most, Beck's mostly, brand. I like to uh, – I've been dressing as a rat and sampling different cheeses. Mm. <laughs> I've really lost my mind on that. <laughs> if you want to watch someone who at some point wanted to be a journalist <laughs> and now this is where you're at the <laughs> Oh, in. I love that. I love that so much. It's so good. Yeah, I don't really watch Twitch, you know. I don't. I don't I, think I, that's I what Twitch it. is about. I think no, I'm on I a love this, level. but I'm, that's why I don't watch Twitch because there's not enough people dressing as rats eating cheese. <laughs> Too many people playing video games being like, bleh, 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 bleh. no, nah, rat eating next, cheese. Yeah, Bex is real special. Next stream, I want to try and make some cheese. I don't know how I'm going to no, go. That's great. I love um, that. I want to try and make so... some mozzarella. Apparently, you can do it in a half hour. Oh my God. But I don't think I can. <laughs> If you want to watch someone fail to make mozzarella, yeah, do that. Please. Uh, do tune in. Uh, mozzarella. Um, mozzarella. <laughs> um, thank you. Uh, rat uh, make a mozzarella, mozzarella for three hours. <laughs> thank you for your. Thank you for yourself. <laughs> I'm a little rat. Thank you for yourself, uh, Tom. I can't believe Zach is doing a bang on impression of me. Ridiculous. I'm a little rat. Make a mozzarella. Oh. Thank you for yourself. Wow. I've been dressed down for my... Yeah, you guys are a little parasocial. Zach is trying to convince me that we should go on Twitch for some Leguizamarama stuff. It would be pretty And good. I just have a feel I just saw a little window into what he wants <laughs> and I don't want to do that. This um, is my vibe, baby. Yeah. I'm like, fuck it, let's do it. Yeah. Let's. I just want to say thank you to everyone for listening. I'm sorry how this ended. Um, how did it end? Uh, Rat make a mozzarella. That's yeah. great. That's good yeah. stuff. Um, Tom, What's I've got a really good request for Tom. Okay. Tom, can you take us out with the sound of what you think the earth would sound like if it was flattened? Oh. Okay. Like it was taken from a sphere to a flat earth. I'd just like to know what Tom's interpretation of that sound is. So take us out with that. And if it's very short, just repeat it and fade out. Okay. Yeah. Cool. All right. Thanks so much for listening. Thank you, Beck. Thank, Thank you, you, Zach. And I love you both dearly. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.